This is Power 102 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. See the wonderful folks. Yep, at Champlain Auto Services, your one stop auto shop. All right. Of course, uh, before we get into the results of our morning poll, let me just give you a quick traffic update for you. See what's happening on the highways and on the byways. Let's see how bad it is. Uh, uh, it's bad. It is bad. Could be worse though. All right. Even for um, Grandy heading towards the stretch, you got some traffic. Again, you're going to get traffic from Mouska heading into Port of Spain, going through uh, Southern Main Road from Chagones. That is heavy. Yeah, that is extremely heavy. Traffic again from Chase Village uh, towards Churchill Roosevelt Highway, Riverland Road, heavy. San Fernando. Yep. Um, not too bad, lighter than usual. Heading towards Marabella, you've got some traffic there. And uh, Golacona Connector Road is a bit heavy this morning, all right? Uh, the creek, just some volume. Just some volume. Um, getting into the capital. Oops, just about it. I really camera went into reset mode. Oh, well. Let's see. Getting into the capital. Uh, no problems there whatsoever. None at all. Wow. None at all. Uh, let's take a look at Champlain approaching the Friday bus route slash Eastern Main Road if you're northbound. Yep, not too bad as well. Take a look at Kokorit where the sun is peeking out. Guys, when the sun is out, Zena could finally wash some clothes. That blanket. Yeah, volume, but you move. All right, that's a quick traffic update for you. Um... All right, well, gentlemen, let's get the results of our morning poll. Sorry, poll. Um, um, Steve is my Steve, name. My humble, my humble apologies. I was just trying to catch up with some voice notes. All right, so our poll this morning was, do you have confidence in the Minister of National Security? We had 23 people voting this morning. 21 say no. Two said yes. Um, wow. 21 said no, two said yes. 
Let me see if you I know, have so any. That's, uh, that's our poll this morning. And of course, we would have we would have done that poll for several other ministers of national security. Yeah, yeah that's not a new poll. Than the five who went through the People's Partnership term of office. Five ministers and about four junior ministers. Um, so that's our poll, and it stays up until tomorrow. All right. So, it does indeed. Um, All right. So make sure and check it out on our mobile app or and on our website. Um, yeah, Miss Bonnie West. Steve, did I, Steve, no. did I tell you you would lo absolutely love Ghanaian food? It is spicy. Yeah, you but it's seafood. It. I don't eat seafood. No, it's not. It's not. Not only the seafood. Um, they have a lot of other food, but it, it the meats are spicy. It, every uh, they do everything spicy. Fantastic, spicy yeah. is good. You you will like it. You will like yeah. it. You know me, I'm a pepper mouth, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah spicy just is just have to nice. be mindful of, of the spices they're using, which is why they told me, um, always ask about the Maggi, the Maggi seasoning, that, that it has dried shrimp in it, so just be mindful of that. Yeah. Oh, I would taste that a mile away. I, I smell it a mile away, trust me. Yeah, I just, I just don't mm -hmm. like seafood. I don't even like the mm -hmm. smell of it. I don't know why, but I just don't. Yeah, but they eat lots of seafood there. Not to say I haven't tried it, shrimp and salmon, but mm. yeah. I'm not a meat mouth. The band meat, I really don't care. It won't bother me at all. Mm. Just do not ban doubles. <laughs> well, they have a form of doubles there that I tried all morning. Um, why the name isn't coming to me? They say it's 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 almost like doubles but it tasted good you mean it doesn't have a doubles vendor in ghana no and let me tell you something what? doubles will make real money there <laughs> doubles corn soup you see things like that because they have those ingredients eh? but they don't use them in the way that we use them they do a lot of roast corn endless vendors um doing roast corn and selling it i love roast corn if they do corn soup you know, and, and they have yam. Well, Wendell, there you go. When you move to Ghana, you know what you're going to do. Yeah, then I tell you, the, the business opportunities are endless in Ghana. They're mm -hmm. endless. And with that population alone, you will be a millionaire overnight. <clears throat> Let me book a flight to Ghana. Now. Overnight. <laughs> Let me book Trust. a flight to Ghana. Where's Paul? Is he leaving probably a looking short out of the, um, Probably looking out at the monument. I was to ask him if the if the if president's if the president's house or White House out there still bad around with that ugly rot iron, ugly chicken wire fencing they had when I went with, with when Trump was president. They had one ugly looking wire fence around the place. Where you can't get close close enough to take pictures. I don't know if it's still there. I, I don't know. Only Paul can tell us. Mm -hmm. Pablo? This must be his TT time. Probably. All right. Just to remind you folks, um, that in the U.S. Dealing, daylight saving time starts on Sunday. So everything, if you're watching cable, will be an hour. Um, it'll be an hour behind. So you show that starts at 8, like Neighborhood, which I love to watch. And Ghost, oh, I love Ghost. Um, Alaska Daily, too, is growing on me. Um, mm. 
will be an hour behind. So you're not going to hit record. I ain't staying up. Mm. I ain't staying up at all. All right. Um, I deliberately did not um, get a guest this morning. I didn't know where you guys were. But we have a, a couple issues. Um, let's hear from you. Um, tell us why you voted no on our morning poll. All right. Tell us why. Because our poll was, do you, do you have confidence in the Minister of National Security? Not if you can do the job, whatever. But do you have confidence that he can do the job? Yes or no? Tell us what you think yeah. and why. Well, most of you voted no. A couple of you all voted yes. So let's see yeah. why you said yes. And let's see why you said no. Yeah. We, we, we could find out why. You know, because as, as I, I gave my proviso already on it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's a tough job. It's it's, it's yeah. a tough job regardless of who the person is in that office. Yeah. You know? So, and it's not a job that you could... It's like the commissioner of police job. It's a job that you can't claim to be successful at. You know? Because you are one, and one of our callers said it, you're there to set policy. Mm -hmm. um, and it is for the people to implement the policies that you, as the minister and as cabinet, would have set. You know, and sometimes that does not, that just does not happen. I, I, I always say I remember the words of Martin Joseph when he went in there. After a while, he said, Wendell, you know, I thought the problem was the police service. He said, but it's worse than that. He said, the army, the Coast Guard, immigration, because everybody is equally bad. Well, not equally bad, but bad also. And so all of those arms, if all of those arms don't work together to fix the situation, because the drugs coming in one way, the, um, the, 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 it being trans, the drugs coming in through the complicity of the Coast Guard, it being transported sometimes through the complicity of the regiment. The police, we know, we know of their issues on corruption and their, and their protection of certain people and so on. So it's an overall thing that, that has to be fixed, but it can't be fixed unless people make a conscious effort that they're going to change you understand or unless you find a way to weed out the corrupt elements and mm -hmm. weed out the rogue people and that is extremely hard to do no minister can do that the people they have they have they have heads of department they have chiefs in this these different places whether it's chief of police chief of the army chief of the coast guard or whatever they are the ones who are responsible for managing the personnel who come underneath them so you know you know while I agree with you that ministers are not responsible for being operational, and they're not, mm -hmm. ministers are to contribute to developing and passing cabinet-approved government policy onto the relevant agencies mm -hmm. and providing resources. Not so? Yes. When our political system this present government and the UNC uh, included are on opposition benches. Mm -hmm. They do the very same thing and chastise ministers in their portfolios for non-performance in the relevant sectors. Not so? Yes. So when it comes wrong to their turn, don't say it's the minister, the minister policy. Because they do the very same thing, and they are the ones who perpetuate this idea that the ministers are responsible when they're in opposition. Yeah. Because it's convenient and politically yeah. expedient at the time. So now and, that you are in the hot seat, mm -hmm. the minister is responsible. Because it yeah. all, when you're in opposition, that's what you do. Yeah. 
No, and, and I'm saying Paul, I'm saying Paul, because you could look at you could look at the people's partnership term in office as either making a real good attempt at fixing it or showing how how badly they, they, they manage it. Because they changed five ministers of national security. The first one was John Sandy, a retired chief I'm, of the I'm saying yes, you're right. They yeah. were ineffective, but it is presently also ineffective. No, and so I'm, whether it's five or one, yeah. the end result is the same. And, and and I'm agreeing, but I was trying to I was trying to show, um, I was trying to show the people's partnership in terms of maybe what they were doing was actually trying to fix it by changing ministers. Right? I am sure that this government is trying to fix it. No government mm -hmm. is going to say they don't want to fix crime. How stupid is that? You understand? Yeah. All right, we have a call, gentlemen. Minister Hines doesn't want to fix crime or the prime minister. Yeah. Yeah. But it, what what the question is as whether or not their policies mm -hmm. and strategies are being effective. Are bearing fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning, caller. Hi. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Um. No. Uh, you voted yes, not so. Yes, I did. All right. right. I, I know your voice well. You know, I have to meet you one day. I have to tell you that. I would love sure to. Sure will. <laughs> sure will. Um. No, the reason why I, I said yes is I think that most times the population um, don't understand the role of the Minister of National Security. And we try to cloud that responsibility in terms of fighting crime, right? Mm -hmm. In terms of the actual fighting of crime. Rather than policies, it's about implementing policies and resources to the uh, various arms of national security. And the question is, if Mr. Fitzgerald Hines, as Minister of National Security, has been doing that. And to my knowledge, he has been, right? The problem is that at many times we ask that there's a separation of power, and we expect that when crime level go up or we see those gruesome levels of crime, we hold the Minister of National Security accountable because he's a politician. But yet the various arms, we don't hold them accountable with the exception of the Commissioner of Police, right? So I understand in the overall terms of managing those resources, it's a very tedious task. Mm -hmm. And so my that's the reason why it is I voted yes, because I look at the policies that actually instituted under him, and I've seen some changes. And I don't just look at the, um, the level of detection based on what I read on the papers, but following up on the police um, social media app, we see the regular faces of persons who have been apprehended and charged. Now, if it is that we are serious, rather than we play in politics, we need to understand that each one of us has a responsibility. One of the reasons why it is that certain parts in America are successful is because the population buys into it. And also with the CCTV cameras, etc. So I'm hoping with the policy that was instituted last night or um, mentioned last night by the Prime Minister in terms of the cameras and uh, 2005 and additional 2005 coming in a few months and also reduction in the course of um, the duties from importation of these cameras because it's very expensive that a lot of homeowners will take advantage of it and we will hopefully see some level of detection and I make reference again to Mr. Abud who the Doma made mention that they had a problem in the early part of April this year, especially the Charlotte Street area in terms of crime, and where they work in collaboration with the Commissioner of Police and the police and were able to successfully bring it down to, to a much um, reduced rate. So they must have cooperation, right? 
So that is my reason why I said yes to the problem. Yeah, the no problem. Yeah. Okay. Right. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Find, right. find a way, call a, find a way to get your number to me now, please. I, I really would like to meet you one day. And, right. and then, um, while, so can... while the ministers but, um, don't want to be blamed because their policy and resources, if they are successes, they jump on the TV and they claim victory. Well, yes, and, and the caller alluded to so, it. So you can have it both ways. The, the, the caller alluded to it when he said he's a politician, eh? Because you can't have, can have it both ways. You yeah. cannot have it both ways. Any minister of national you... security who is thin-skinned and can't take criticism, then they're clearly in the wrong job. Because that is a job that will come with criticisms. Here, yeah, naturally. Especially and, with and, what is happening it, in the country. And it is a job that involves public safety mm. and the and that's why it's called a criminal justice system mm -hmm. and the minister really his remit is so limited not only in terms of policy and resources because mm -hmm. the criminal justice system involves police defense force coast guard dpp's office Immigration. Judiciary. Huh? Immigration. Immigration. Forensics. Forensics. Judiciary. Judiciary. Mm -hmm. And the parliament. Yeah. So think about all those elements in the criminal justice system mm -hmm. that have to be each working effectively and in a coordinated manner. That's why yeah. crime is such a different... And, and also, I would prefer that one of the biggest elements in the criminal justice system is the education system yes yes mm -hmm. because if you shut off the supply side by educating people with a particular mindset to criminality mm -hmm. you lessen the opportunity for criminals to proliferate yes and as i've always spoken about education as the major tool in changing the criminality in the country if yes. you have 3,000 young people failing every year and falling through the system, you have a strong supply side to possible criminality. Yeah. So, but I, I don't know what is the percentage, but let, just now. I don't know what is the percentage, but let's go with 10%. Let's go with 10% of them going down that criminal road out of the field. Well, let's not go with anything we can't empirically identify. No. Let's not just guess. Paul, Paul sometimes you, I think you don't listen to me, no? I said, I don't know what is the percentage, but let's go with, let's assume it's 10%. Why are we assuming it's 10%? Why not 15%? I, because Why not I could. Because I could. I'm, I'm Why not apples? 10%. Why not oranges? Because but... you feel? What's the point sometimes of this radio? Because you vibe here. Because you come in your head? What, what's I'm the a point C, I'm sometimes? I'm a I quarrel with you last No, I want to quarrel with you. Come now, we quarrel now. If you, no, I don't want to quarrel. I just come from the most peaceful place on earth, I think, that I've experienced. Well, come not, back home and you to get you back to Amsterdam, we're talking Ghana. Get you back to where you're supposed to be. Ride your little bit. The most peaceful, happiest people on face of the planet earth, despite all the problems. And guess what? 200 murders with 31 million people. They mm -hmm. have to be doing something. They are, it, and, 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 and it probably has nothing to do with the education or whatever. It's just the way of life. They do not let other people bother them. 
when, they when move you on with their life. The they vend, that's not, that's they literally vend on top of one another with the same that's idea. That's another misnomer. And nobody quarrels. That it has nothing to do with education. Do you know that a large part of our education system is in our homes? Of course. Yeah. Parents are teachers, you know. It has to do with the education because they're being socialized in a particular way. Okay. Well, all right. I, I, I will go along with that argument. <laughs> we always feel default by education is in school. Educa you get education in, in your home, in your church, in your mosque, in your mandir, mm -hmm. in your community, in your basketball court, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is true. And it, it's how we, you, you we are socialized. You. You're right. Exactly. You're right. So that's why I was telling people earlier on, you have a, we have a lot to learn from some of these other nations, these other countries out there. A conversation came about at breakfast yesterday. And it's something I agree with her. That and we're talking about. Was this, it a full table videos. of people having breakfast or, or two? Sorry? Was not sorry. Sorry is in a sorry is in England. Was it a full table of people having breakfast or two? It was four people having breakfast. Okay, good. Go ahead. I could do it. And <laughs> a conversation. Actually it was to be honest, it was it was with Ambassador Philip Spencer. Mm -hmm. And one of his uh officials mm -hmm. and a conversation came up and there was a perspective proffered and i shall not say by whom that we need to start holding parents responsible for the errant behavior of their minor children we need to do what that's, paul sorry that's not the first that's not the first time a conversation no, it's like not it's not the first time we've spoken about this uh -huh. but when children 14 and 15 and 13 could disrupt uh, transportation and schools and pounce on their colleagues in school. And, and go in malls and do the same thing. Yeah. You understand? You know, yeah. We have a call, gentlemen. I saw a video of that fight in Chin City Mall. What? Where, where, were, the, where were the adults? Where were the, where was where the, the security? security? Yeah. What? I, I was shocked. I said, no, that can't possibly be in Trinidad. For that length of time? No. That video shocked me, eh? Yeah. Good morning, caller. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Morning. Um, the, I, I have the greatest of respect for Fitzgerald Hines as an MP. I, I always like to listen to him in the Parliament talk. I, I, I always tell people that Fitzgerald Hines is one of my, you know, favorite MPs. I like to listen to him speak in the Parliament. When he became Minister of National Security, I had a lot of hopes for him, you know, um, I lost confidence in him, though, in February. And I can tell you why. This would have been when, um, when Fazir Mohammed asked him uh, about whether or not he was responsible, who's responsible for, if it's his job, to make people feel safe, right? And I, if you look at the interview, you know, Fazir was trying to trap him and, you know, get him, you know, get to the point where he basically said, no, that is not my responsibility and then for zero, you know, if he said it was his responsibility for zero, let's say, but people not feeling safe in the country, therefore you are feeling it, right? So that was, that was the setup. But at the same time, when you listen to the utterances of the government, you know, over the course of their administration, this administration and the one before, this term in office and the one before, you do get the sense that they do not see themselves as being responsible for how people feel 
with respect to crime. And I think that that is one of the greatest shortcomings of PNM, this at least, this PNM administration, and that they don't seem to connect with the population at that level, right? Mm-hmm. And, and to me, that is, that is something that who is, going to, who is responsible for making people feel safe? Because, you know, it can't be the police, right? And lots of reasons why. And I think maybe that's why Gary Griffith was such a, um, in, the, in, the, in the earlies, for the administration at least, uh, for this administration, well, for the previous administration, Gary Griffith was such a, a godsend because he took upon that mantle of responsibility through his Facebook uh, you know, postings and his public utterances and so forth in making people feel safe. And if you listen to what people, you know, at the time would have said, I mean, everything that Gary Griffith said that he was, you know, you know, talking to, uh, and when he said he was speaking to the, um, to the, to the, to the, you know, to the, the, the criminals in society and whatever. You know, all of that was really directed towards, you know, the population that I feel that was feeling unsafe, right? And well, now, stick up in there. Stick up in there. Because okay. I want to read something for you, right? Someone just sent this message. I'm sure you and this person don't, don't know one another and could not have come up with almost the same thing that you just said. This is the message I got from someone just now. And this is the only reason why I love Gigi. He owned his responsibility as the commissioner of police. Since Gigi left, the heat came back to the government. Is not what you almost what you just said? That's exactly that's exactly it. Now the, yeah. the issue though, the issue though, right? This is this is a let's let's this is a bigger issue in my view, right? Because there's nothing in the police service, right? When you look at how you train police service, uh, you know how you are trained in the police service. When you start as a as a as a police constable, you work your way up, right? What is there in that the experience that would prepare them to become someone that could speak to you, you understand, like that could challenge the government in the way that that Gary Griffith did. If you don't have ten years service, if you don't, have, if you're not, a, if you're an acting commissioner of police, right, you're not going to see. You know, there, there are things that you wouldn't see. Let's just put it like that, right? And there mm-hmm. are avenues that, yeah, there are things that you wouldn't see. So, I, I think you know the way that the government handles this fear of crime. That is, that is really a big issue. The prime minister, when they opened um, uh, the I think it's the, not Best on Street. When they opened the Dunk, um, Duncan Street or one of those streets in Portisville, has a police post. I want to believe it's Duncan Street. But mm-hmm. anyway, when you opened the police post there, that was where, you know, this Spanish guy from... Yeah, I, right, I know the... Po- yeah. Yes, it's Duncan Street, you're right. right. So Duncan Street, right. When he opened that, right, the Prime Minister said he described fear of crime as being like a, a football, like, you know, they, they're moving the goalposts. Right? And I can understand that from his perspective. You know, when you reduce crime or you do something to reduce the numbers, people, are, people say, well, yeah, yeah, that, that's true, but what about fear of crime? You know, people are still afraid. And, you know, from his perspective, it was frustrating, right? And he said that, you know, there's no study that has ever been done, et cetera, et cetera, that, that deals with this fear of crime. People just talking, you know, making opinions, whatever it is. So, so there has been work that's been done uh, through the University of West Indies, Professor Chidi, and the results are very... Um, eye-opening, I would say, in understanding how fear of crime perpetuates in this country and the way it structures itself. The other thing I would say, quickly, is that yesterday you were talking about whether or not we would have confidence, I think, with the meeting, you know, that took place, right? This National Security Council meeting, and, you know, are we confident that it's going to make a difference? I don't think it's going to make a difference. I don't feel that way because, right, to me, the, you know, what is special about 500 versus 400 versus 300 versus yeah. 550? Right, as a limit, like what, what what is there? It seems like you know there's a lot of focus now on 500. Okay, I know they, they you know it makes for good. I, to me, it seems like optics because when the prime minister said back in 
in June, July, when he came back from whatever overseas trip, and he said that, you know, it was a public health emergency, one would have thought that, you know, back then you could have predicted, right, that this was going to happen around this time here. We would have crossed 500. We would have, you know, what would have happened in December and what would have happened at the end of the year. You could have predicted all of this, right? If it's mm-hmm. public health, look at how we handle COVID. Weren't we looking at, you know, the, the rate of increase? Right? Wouldn't we looking forward and predicting and saying, okay, you know what? This is how fast this thing is doubling. Let's act now because of how fast it's moving, how fast the, 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 you know, the, the virus was progressing. Therefore, mm-hmm. something should have happened back then. You know, we should have seen some sort of a, uh, you know, that was the time to, to call your, your National Security Council meeting and have your, 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 your conversation with the police. And then at this stage, we should be reviewing what was said back then. Right. Yes. To see whether or not any sort of, a, you know, to review the plans and to say, OK, who knows, maybe if, if intervention, if an intervention was taken back, then we wouldn't be having a conversation at this point in time. So, but, but Derek, let me stick up in. Is, is it a fair assumption? And I'm not being any apologist to the National Security Council. The National Security Council meets every month. So to see, the, the only difference in this one is because of an emergency meeting. To say that the National Security Council was not meeting or should have met back then is a misnomer. Whether or not what came out of it was effective is something else. But you can't say that they don't meet. No, I'm not saying that they don't meet. With heads I'm, of not, security. I'm not saying that they didn't meet, right? I'm saying that how what is different this time is that, you know, they made a show of it, right? And the reason why they made a show of it, and I agree, you need to show that you're doing something, right? And the reason why they did that was to placate people's fears and to show that, okay, well, you know, we're on top of the situation because that is important. It's important yeah. to send a message to the population that, hey, you understand, we are on top of this. We are doing something about it. So I'm saying to you, that should have been done in, 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 at that point in time, right, early in the year because people were... But, but Derek, Derek, I don't think you need to, I don't think you need to, to justify your comment because here why. You said it, and I, and I agree with you, it was a numbers thing, which is why they made a show of the meeting. It was and about that, the number 500, not so? That's, 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 that to me is, you know, I mean, okay, so I'm not saying, I, I, I try not to be cynical in these things, right? Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it had to happen, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so it happened, right? I, I, yo, so I'm not saying how it should not have happened. I'm just saying when it, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, we could have we looked at this, we should have looked at this based on the rate of increase. Because that's, mm-hmm. that is going to predict, you know, what is going to happen in the future, Right. And I think, yeah. finally, somebody had said, you know, you're talking about, uh, you know, the Joint Select Committee and whether or not that is going to be, you know, that's a waste of time. Or not. I, I, I always listen to these things. These joint, I have, you know, I, I love to listen to these Joint Select Committees because you get, you get to interrogate what is happening. You get to ask questions. Well, you know, questions are asked essentially. I think that's what we really need at this point. You want to know what's happening. What's the plan? What are the problems? Yeah. Right, and people might say that you know, well, there's nothing good that comes out of it. And yeah, others might say that you know, well, you know, there are meetings that would have been had, and and um, you know, reports that weren't write, written up as yet. Right, a couple of years ago, etc. You know, they still still doing report, but at the same time, you know, having these things done in public and 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 having the ability and having the opportunity as a member of the public just to sit down and to see where they're thinking, like, you know, what 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 are these people thinking, right? And mm-hmm. and where are they going? What are the problems they're having? Right, I think that that is that is wholesome. It is what we need, right? And the only problem I see is that this didn't happen early in the year when it read when it it was predicted. Well, well I agree, but then you're you're asking them to put on the so-called in parentheses papi show earlier on. 
<laughs> when it's just a poppy show. So we're talking about a poppy show in the context of it was more than likely just for appearances because of the benchmark of 500. Yep. No, it, no, it's so the principle of the poppy show is the problem. No, no, it seems that way. But the, the issue, though, and I'll, I'll end on this, right? The issue is, for, for, in this country, we use this concept of year to date, right? So our, our crime, we count year to date. So at the start of the year, you go down and right. That's how it is. That's, there are some serious problems with that approach to counting crime, right? One of it is that, you know, it, 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 it suggests that there's a, sick, there's a seasonality to, to, to it, which there isn't. But the other thing is that when, come, when January comes around, right, the same, force, the same rate of increase is there, but we just reset. And then we start over. And that is what, uh, that's one of the things I think that has been sort of stymieing our, our advancement on this issue. Because, you know, you reach in January and it's like, yeah, it's like you're almost like, okay, well, you flip the clock again and we wouldn't have a problem until we reach, you know, another triple digit or something like that. When we should be continuing the conversation, look at the rate of increase. That's what I'm seeing. And if that is where it is presently, then we're always going to have, you know, next year you could be sure that we would be five, six, whatever, five, six hundred, right? So... That's, that's what I think we should do. All right. So, thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Right. Got some calls coming through short and sweet. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Good morning, Ellie. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Uh, good morning, Wendell. My good friend. Welcome back home, Wendell. Morning. Morning. Thank you, Ellie. Um, Steve, the, the, the overseas number now working, right? The 866? Yeah. I call it, yes. It's just a call feeling and busy tone. Like it, like it really? Uh, hold on. I'm going to check here myself. Um, Paul, Paul, you just give my partner, you just give my partner Wendell a hard time, boy. Dr. <laughs> Paul, sorry. Yeah. But it's all, it's all, I like you say, you want to bring, you want to bring him back from that peaceful it's, trip it's, he had. It. It's quite a discussion. We do have to agree. Yeah. But, but yeah, Ellie, be Ellie, you're... Ellie, yeah. and so far as yeah. Paul is concerned, is only, the only thing he can give her is time. So that's all right. <laughs> nah. Like, you, you, like you would ever know. You, you want to... <laughs> Paul, doc, Dr. Paul, you want to bring him back in the battle, in the battle for my mind, boy. You want to bring him back there? <laughs> hey, um, in, terms, in terms of the thing in crime, boy, um, Wendell, like, like Paul, like I said, like the government is, is listening to this breakfast show, boy. Good, you guys with the cameras on it. Good job, man. You, the, the, and, and I hope they continue listening to this breakfast show. And um, well, we've been talking about it. Be by, yeah, I mean, you, you guys been talking about it for a long time. And like you said, the like the, the last caller, why had it take five hundred murders? So like, you know what I mean? But anyway, maybe let's hope for the best. All we could is hope for the best because at the end of the day. Eyes were, eyes were the best of my country. Like I always say, I have family living back there. My sister, she has children. So I was the best for the country at the end of the day. You know what I mean? I don't want to talk about politics and what is right for the country now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And if the government doing good, is you know, is good for everybody. And yeah. I, I, I support. But I think, I think Wendell, in terms of the security, I think um, for Gerald Hines, I think, my opinion, I think Stuart Young was kind of like had a more... Better thing in the I don't like my opinion. Stuart Young was doing better in the, and the, the prime minister should put back Stuart Young in that portfolio. I, I, that is my opinion, guys. You guys are right. Which is thanks, Ellie. Yeah, All the best to you. Yeah, thanks, Ellie. I'm, and you know, I'm happy you said that because I think a lot of times it's it has a lot to do with the personality also to in office, which is why Gary Griffith, to his credit, also 
was also a, a pretty, um, even though it was short-lived as Minister of National Security under the People's Partnership, he also exuded a bit more confidence in that office because it has, it has to do with personality. Yeah. You understand? Um, Stuart Young, I agree, also had a different personality and he was he was liked, you know? Um, so it, 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 it could have to do with personality too. That's my opinion. All right. Good morning, caller. Oh, hello. Um, with respect to Fitzgerald Hines, I don't think he will be a good minister of anything, but I do think he can make a huge impact because he is very popular in Eastport of Spain, and he is also quite a lover of the English language. And there's obviously a literacy problem in Eastport of Spain. You know, let's face facts. So there's, there's only a, a literacy we... problem in Eastport of Spain, ma'am? There's a literacy problem in a lot of places, but the impact that the literacy problem has in East Border Spain is probably different from the impact it has in other places. So how are if, you? I'm, try, I'm trying to get your analogy in terms well, of Fitzgerald yeah, and grasp to finish, of Wendell, the English language and East Border Wendell, Spain. if you stop me halfway, how can I finish? You see, if you listen, I'll get there. I can't get there in two words. Okay, ready? Yes, yeah. you go right ahead. So, right. So, being as popular as he is in Eastport of Spain, I would really like to see him advocate for adult literacy centers, for after-school liter liter literacy courses for children, and for libraries in Eastport of Spain, because people in Eastport of Spain are at a disadvantage. Everybody speaks Trini language, but not everybody speaks the official language that allows you to extract information, right, or to articulate your difficulty or your point of view at a particular forum. Information allows people to make better decisions for their personal life, for their professional life, for their futures. And that is a distinct disadvantage that exists in East Border Spain. And given that Fitzgerald Hines, re I mean, he speaks very good English, maybe he's not always an effective communicator because he doesn't, you know, modulate according to his audience, right? Or he's not always as brief and succinct as you could be. But he is the person who can make that impact that would allow people's lives to improve because you don't have to go to school to learn anymore. There's a lot of baccalaureates and diplomas that people can do online. But if you have a difficulty managing standard English, which is not the language that we use on a day-to-day -day basis in Trinidad, that English is like a foreign language to a lot of people in Trinidad. So, he could make that impact, and he could change people's lives in Port of Spain. And that's where I think he could do a lot of good, but not necessarily national security. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks. Across the pond in England, thank you. Good morning, caller. Good morning. Hey, morning, morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Or when they say what you say, I don't get something easier. Um, 
You know, I listened to Mr. Paul Richard this morning make a statement. Nice? And he's so right. Paul, you must be reading this book, boy. Education. Paul? You ever read a book? Education? Sir Richard? Mr. Patrick, make your contribution. Yeah. Your contribution can't always be about asking us questions. Sometimes we no, just... No, I was asking a question. I wonder if you, if you read that book. Well, he's, he's, me, his mind is silent. Go ahead. Uh -huh. Right. Um, the, the home is the first school. The home is the first school. The home is the first government where laws are being instituted in your home. A home without laws and, and organization. You're bringing out children to go into the wider community to create chaos and mayhem. And Linda now was now making a statement. You see this thing called illiteracy, brother? Illiteracy has to do with education. Education now only do with the school. Education is how you deal with people, anger management, how how people culture self and things. When you just say when you was in Ghana, everybody's telling on top of another, and nobody wants to kill and match up another. Why? Is that culture? Is that training? You understand? Do we have that kind of culture in Trinidad? Do we have that kind of training in Trinidad? Trinidad is a place many you watch a man cook here, he wanna shoot you. He wants to shoot you, he wanna kill you. You understand? So I so said the police and social hands and them alone can't deal with crime. And we come from years back, but the pande show your hand up in the air and say, Lord help us all with this crime thing. And from that I watching that up to this day and the thing just get worse because people think the police and visual hands them could deal with crime. What they could do, they could put caution tape, they could put barrier, they could put stop sign, they could do everything, but man naturally lawless. Man, lawless, so what do you do when you commit crime? You have to kill all of them then. Because if they don't want to learn naturally, you have to have a strong deterrent. You have to have a strong medicine. And people don't go like the medicine because lawyers like Richard Raguba think and them go about people have a legal right and the constitutional right. I go with that one because in the end of the day, crime comes from the heart of men and women. Understand? And they have to retrain them, they have to reculture them. That will remove illiteracy from them to when you have an argument. You don't want to take a cutlass and a knife and suck up a man and stab up a man. Because for the weekend, for this weekend, the amount of people here get killed out gunner with knife and stabbing and chopping. You understand? So, people have to deal with anger management and behavioral patterns and different things. I'll see you all later, all right? Here. Take care. All right. Thank you so much, Mr. Patrick. Good morning, caller. Um, good day. Um, sorry to call him back again, but I had to, right? Um, now, people tend to, based on the last comment of the, the, um, the caller, speaking about literacy and persons on the East, etc. Um, just a little you lady know, before? Yes. Just yeah. to let you know, English language have rules, right? It doesn't mean that Trinidad and the way we speak in our dialect is that does not say that we are illiterate, Right? We always is a language also. And if you listen to linguistics and those, they explain that to you. And so that's so 
debunk that, that misconception that the way that we speak is not a form of language. Because if you go into the history of English, it's formed from the German, the German, um, the German language also. And you go to the whole history of it. Right? So people need to get themselves appraised it. Um, the next one to um, deals with the fear of crime. And, and it's a topic that we don't um, dwell on much, right? And it's separate actually to the actual statistics itself. So what Gary Griffith was successful with is in terms of giving that optics, right? That's where he demonstrates that he's going hard on crime and you all have seen him on the media, etc. So it, it creates that, that, that comfort to people making it feel as if he's tackling the crime itself. But if you look at the actual statistics itself, it will speak a different story because they're not actually dealing with the actual detection of crime. You're taking a hard, fast approach, but getting actually into the actual policing was something different, right? Mm -hmm. So we, we need to have that discussion and not only looking at it and seeing at all because of Gary Griffith, he was successful. Because how do we gauge success? 300 murders for the past 20 years, we have been hovering around that figure on average. So it means that you have 300, possibly out of the 300, you have repeated persons who are committing a crime. So it's only a matter of time before it escalates to a point where Richard reach now. Right? So you really can account it to one Minister of National Security or one police um, commissioner. It's a continuation. And it's about we looking at where we are now and how it is that we're going to bring this back into control. Right? So All right. that's sort of put that into perspective. All right. Thank, Thank you so much. Good morning, caller. Good morning. Morning. How are you doing? Not bad at all. How are you doing? Hi, good. Long time I hear lock on with your voice and you come off the radio. Well, I'm glad you could join us now. I only now get my Bluetooth. So. There you go. <laughs> what was the color before? I listen at the same time. That's the problem. That's true. That's true. You have to use two yeah. devices. You're, you're right. All I really want to fix time in this country. All I stop looking at the people that making crime worse now. What we need to do as a country is we need to fix our educational system and our health system. We have to teach empathy to these children in this world, boy, in this country. I mean, and if all they want money to do that, it's simple. Make all drugs legal. Make all drugs legal because they're doing nothing. They're spending stuff in money, making the drugs more expensive and increasing crime. Hmm. All right. Check out Portugal. Look at Portugal module. It worked for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, strangely, I'm okay. going to. Uh, All right. Thank you. God, God willing, I'm going to be able to give a report on Portugal um, by the end of the year and what I think about there. Once God spares my life. Okay. If you say so, Wendell. Mm. All right. Let's get into our news brief. Um, a very cold EV is in. <laughs> Any news brief all powered by Champlain Auto Services. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.